Hey everybody, it's Debt's Now Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. And by the time that she gets home, she'll realize that I am gone. I'll be sitting in a back bar drinking. Drinking to my friends And drinking to my foes For both keep a young heart moving It's good to be on the trail From where my heart's at sail Putting anchor down for friends Again, it's good to be on the road back home again. Make way for a lady. And by the time that he arrives, he will read. I have lied. He'll go drinking to his friends and his foes. But Drinking is the devil that drives one apart Leaving memories of what should have been and wasn't Some petty business in Tokyo town Italy Myself 
Again, it's good to be on the road back home again. I guess I really must get going now. to kick off this week's show with It's Good to Be on the Road Back Home from Corner Shop featuring Paula Fraser from one of the most critically acclaimed albums of that year when I was born for the seventh time. That same album gave the world the huge alt-rock radio smash Brimful of Asha. I'm not certain if Jinder Singh and Ben Ayers had Thanksgiving in mind when they wrote that song, but it's always put me in a Thanksgiving frame of mind, and wherever you are right now, I hope you are either safely at your destination getting ready to enjoy Thanksgiving with family and friends, or safely on your way to your destination to enjoy Thanksgiving with your family and friends. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. And right about now you're going, Greenberg, I loves me some Thanksgiving just as much as the next person, but what the hell else is happening on this week's show? That's a great question. I would love to tell you. First and foremost, we're going to spend quality time with the latest record from the uber-prolific Damien Gerardo. His 23rd album, his second this year, he dropped it in a most under-the-radar fashion on October 13th and has since dropped yet another record again in a very under-the-radar fashion. Also on this week's show, it's been a minute since we've done a doppelbangers segment and you're going a doppelwutters whatment so back in the day we used to do a thing from time to time called audio separated at birth where i would play a song and the desired effect would be for you sitting at home or in your car or wherever you're listening to this to go hey you know what would sound really great after this and then you would be just be delighted and surprised and your mind would be blown that I played that song. Even if you weren't thinking that, 
I would play that second song and you would go, holy crap on a cracker. There is some serious musical DNA shared between these two songs. So we used to call it audio separated at birth. And a couple of years ago, my friend Joelle came up with this idea for a segment that she thought I should do on the show called Doppelbangers. And when I told her that I'd already been doing it and just how much better Doppelbangers sounded than audio separated at birth i asked her very nicely if i could steal that and she gave me her blessing so we've got yet another long overdue doppelbangers segment on this week's show plus we're going to share with you a great lost jangle psych classic from the late 80s and when i say a great lost classic i do mean it in every sense of the word as this was a band that formed in the late 80s in Detroit, who burned briefly and brightly. Half of the band are longtime friends of mine, so to be able to share this music with you just gives me insane amounts of joy, especially right before the holidays. With that in mind, we're going to introduce you later on in this week's show to the music of Underwater Rain. All this and much, much less on this week's show. But first, let's spend some quality time with the brand new record from Black Pumas. Wasn't expecting a second record from Black Pumas. I was under the impression that they had broken up, when in fact, they just went on an extended break at the end of 2021. Happy that they are back. The origin story begins with singer-songwriter Eric Burton busking at the Santa Monica Pier, bringing in a few hundred dollars a day and developing his performance skills. He made his way through the western states, studying music at New Mexico State University, before settling down to busk in in Austin in 2017. In the meantime, guitarist, producer, Adrian Casada of the Grammy-winning Latin funk band Grupo Fantasma was looking to collaborate with someone new. He connected with Burton through a mutual friend and felt his vocals were a perfect match for his hybrid of retro funk and R&B. The two joined forces in 2018, and the rest is history. That history includes a critically acclaimed 2019 self-titled debut and six Grammy nominations. Their second album dropped on October 27th. It's called Chronicles of a Diamond. See, more than living, this life is my. 
tracks in that last set from Chronicles of a Diamond, the second record from the Black Pumas. It dropped in late October. At the top of the set, we heard More Than a Love Song, followed by Ice Cream, subtitled Payphone, Mrs. Postman, Sauvignon, and we wrapped things up with my favorite off the album, the closing track, Rock and Roll. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, you'd be hard-pressed to find a more prolific indie rock singer-songwriter these days than Damien Gerardo. His 2016 album, Visions of Us on the Land, was our number one record of that year. He took 2017 off, and it was an album a year from 2018 through 2022. Fast forward to October 19th, I'm taking an extended walk, and I take a look at Apple Music's new releases playlist, And I'm delighted to see there's a new record from Damien Gerardo, and it had dropped six days earlier. When I go to take a look at the website, all physical copies are sold out. 
Regardless, I listen, I enjoy, and then it dawns on me. This is the second record he dropped this year. Back in March, he dropped Sometimes You Hurt the Ones You Hate. And here he is, less than a year later, Mr. Indie Rock Prolific with yet another new record. Couple days later, I take a look, and he's got yet another new record on the way. And it looks like Physical Product is shipping in February, so I quickly place my order. I was today years old when I realized that record I had placed an order for, which I anticipated arriving in February of 2024, had dropped on November 1st. While I wait for the physical product, I had to place another order for the digital album, Takeaway. With three albums under his belt for 2023, Damien Gerardo is prolific as fuck, but communication, marketing, and user experience is not his strong suit. However, he makes up for all of that with the quality of his music. The record that dropped on November 1st is called Passing the Drafts. The one we're going to spend quality time with today, the one that dropped on October 13th, is called Motorcycle Madness. All right, here we go.
the same No change to the rain and sizzle stain Is the latest state of the art Send a postcard to the dress I provided The countdown beginning Paging the 
Mrs. Page Your flight's too delayed from leaving today extended stay you may never see your home again we tried our best not to wake or disturb you but I feel it is best that you know this phone doesn't answer the plane isn't landing so what shall we Flashing sirens, we collectively 
they felt his pulse There'll be blood on the tarmac We didn't see his face What shall we do with his I forgot my 
Fistful of tracks in that last set from Motorcycle Madness, the latest from singer-songwriter Damien Gerardo. At the top of the set, St. Gregory Hotel, followed by Leopard Man, Ralph A. Hughes, Joseph Billy Gwynn, and we wrapped things up with I Was a Teenage Kook. 
Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, we're going to do a little something we haven't done here in a while called Doppelbangers, formerly known as Audio Separated at Birth. Here's how it works. I'm going to play the first song and you're going to go, you know what would sound really cool after this? And then I'm going to play that song right after, and you're going to be like, how did he know? Or I'm going to play that first song, and you're not going to have any expectations of what I should play next. And then I'm going to play that second song, and then you're going to be like, I get it. Either way, enjoyment ensues. With that, we kick off this installment of Doppelbangers with the legendary Jackie Matu. <laughs> Thank you. 
there you have it. A long overdue installment of Doppelbangers. Let's go back to the beginning. The first track, Oboe, from the late, great Jackie Mattu. Born Donat Roy Mattu on March 3rd, 1948, passed on December 16th, 1990. Jackie Mattu first popped up on my radar and probably a lot of yours with Superchunk's 2013 song, Me and You and Jackie Mattu. Jackie was a Jamaican-Canadian keyboardist and a member of the Scatolites, as well as the musical director of Jamaica's Studio One record label. As a matter of fact, first time I heard that song was a couple of years ago when I picked up the compilation The Keyboard King at Studio One. And immediately, I recognized the five-note melody from Oboe as being the melody of a light jazz slash jazz fusion song I'd heard in passing when I was a kid. And while I recognized the melody, for the life of me, I couldn't figure out who the artist was. For a bit, I thought it might have been George Benson, but I was wrong. So I put that out of my mind for the time being. And then a couple weeks ago, I'm playing this game on my phone called Song Pop. And you can play against people you know or complete strangers, but the point being is you hear a little snippet of a song and you have to identify either the title of the song or the artist. And each round is based on a playlist that's either genre-specific or artist-specific. And this particular day that I was playing, it was a jazz playlist, and I heard that five-note melody and I thought, finally... I'm going to figure out where that five-note melody from Oboe originated. And sure enough, I got my answer. And that answer was Westchester Lady by Bob James. Bob James, born on Christmas Day, 1939 in Marshall, Missouri, attended University of Michigan, but transferred to the Berklee College of Music in his second year. While at Michigan, Bob and his free jazz band entered the Notre Dame College Jazz Festival and was discovered by some dude by the name of Quincy Jones, who signed him to his first record deal with Mercury Records and even produced his first record, 1963's Bold Conceptions. Bob went on to be a sideman for the likes of Sarah Vaughn, Creed Taylor, Grover Washington Jr., and Maynard Ferguson, but Bob is best known for the composition Angela. From his 1978 album Touchdown, Angela, also known as the theme from the TV series Taxi. Bob's a two-time Grammy winner with 50 solo records under his belt that includes collabs, However, more than anything, what keeps the music of Bob James relevant in the 21st century is that his music has been sampled by a veritable who's who of hip-hop, including, but not limited to, Eric B. and Rakim, Run DMC, LL Cool J, The Beastie Boys, Missy Elliott, Common, and Wu-Tang Clan. As a matter of fact, Westchester Lady was sampled by DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince on the song Here We Go Again. And just in case you were wondering, Bob James's Westchester Lady dropped in 1976. Jackie Mattu's Oboe dropped in 1980. There you have it. There you go. Another installment of Doppelbangers. If you've got an idea for a doppelbanger, drop us a line at debtsnohonestmancanpay at gmail.com.
Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get. And before we move on to the final set of this week's show, I want to go ahead and uh, take care of a little bit of housekeeping, give you a heads up as to what's ahead in the coming weeks. Now, I'm so excited about it. It's the most wonderful time of the year. As of this recording, I have nailed down my top 10 list. And with that in mind, barring an act of God, we will be sharing our top 10 albums of 2023 on December 1st. That, of course, will be part one of December 2023. And looking ahead, part two will be this year's installment of Eight Lazy Nights, where we celebrate Hanukkah by celebrating the music of some of our favorite Jewish musicians. Plus, December part three, and I'm really excited about this. Something that I hadn't planned on doing. This week's show was actually supposed to feature one more segment than you'll actually hear. But the notes for that segment were two pages long, which was the universe's way of saying this needs to be its own show. So, part three of December will be what we're calling a holiday bonus. And then finally, December part four, the best of the rest of 2023. All the cool music that didn't quite make our top 10, but we still love nonetheless. Turning our attention back to the present, however, in our final segment of this week's show, we are going to turn the spotlight on a band from Detroit who burned briefly yet brightly, a band that I have a personal connection to, a band whose music sadly fell between the cracks, but thanks to modern technology, I am thrilled to the gills and tickled to tears to share with you the music of Underwater Rain. They formed in Detroit back in 1987, but let's rewind back to 1983. In the fall of 1983, I formed a band called American Garage with guitarist David Manchell and drummer Brian Farabee. We've featured Dave's music on the show previously. He dropped an album in 2004 called Welcome Back to the Same Old Me. Brian most recently was the drummer for the Whiskey Charmers and has also played with the likes of Dale Watson, among others. American Garage lasted for about two years, those two years being my senior year of high school and my freshman year at Michigan State. Brian and I were both students at MSU. Dave, who was one year behind us, went to University of Michigan, and then Brian transferred to University of Michigan after his freshman year. And then uh, Dave and Brian put together a band called the Gypsy Antique Shop, and that lasted a few years. And then came Underwater Rain. Underwater Rain was Brian Farabee on drums and vocals, Sally Still on bass and vocals, Bonnie Shanburn on guitar and vocals, and my longtime friend Joe Guinness, principal songwriter, frontman, guitarist. Joe and I met during my senior year at Southfield High. I worked at the student radio station WSHJ. Joe went to the rival high school, Southfield Lathrop, and bust in for a couple of hours a week to work at the radio station, and that's where Joe and I met, and we quickly became friends. I've referenced Joe on the show before as being a musical Sherpa of mine. Back in the day when I was broke as a joke, if I had a spare 20 bucks, I'd buy a brick of Maxell cassettes. The good ones, the UDXL2s. 
90 minutes, 45 minutes each side. And maybe I would say, Joe, record for me this album, this album, or this album. But most of the time I just said, Joe, fill up these cassettes with whatever you think is good. And that was always a winning bet. Plus, Joe never left any dead air on these tapes. If there was 45 minutes of tape on one side and an album tapped out at 38 minutes, you best believe he filled those extra seven minutes with some of the coolest music I've ever heard. To say that Joe left an indelible imprint on my listening habits is an understatement. But here we were, 1987, Underwater Rain was making some noise. In the time since American Garage broke up, I formed band after band after band, but let's face it, no band I could form was ever going to be as cool as Underwater Rain. And I had been slogging it as a singer-songwriter and bassist since the 10th grade. Joe, on the other hand, had just only recently started playing guitar and writing songs. What he and Underwater Rain was doing was the kind of stuff I could only dream of. Since they were operating largely in the Cass Corridor, Wayne State area of Detroit, and I spent the lion's share of my 80s at Michigan State University in East Lansing, we didn't get to cross paths that much after our WSHJ days, with the exception of Christmas breaks and Easter breaks. However, the band I was in In the late 80s, Ivan DeJesus did get to share the stage with Underwater Rain a couple of times, and that was fucking awesome. They recorded an 11-song demo in the summer of 1988 at the legendary Tempermill studio in Detroit. The Tempermill, run by the equally legendary Dave Feeney. At the time, Dave was the guitarist of the Orange Ruffies. Since then... He was the pedal steel guitarist for the alt-country band Blanche, and most notably played on Loretta Lynn's Grammy Award-winning Van Leer Rose album. My band, Ivan Jesus, also cut a couple of songs with Dave, but that's another story for another time. The point being is, Dave Feeney is a mensch among men, a person that so many people have had so many good experiences working with, Because of that, I thought, there's no way in hell he remembers working with me in my shitty band. And then one night in 1994 at the Hamtramck pub, he comes up to me to say hi. And I'm like, there's no reason why you should remember me, but thank you. And over the years, we've kind of sort of stayed in touch as Facebook friends. And a couple of years ago, he was even so gracious to send me a heaping stack of CDs released by his Gangplank Records label. While these recordings were never officially released because Joe and I were friends, he threw me a copy of the tape and I dug it instantly. Fast forward to the present. I'm part of this Facebook group called Music Nerds Collaborative. It was formed by my good friend Andy Smith, who's been a guest on the show. He was with us last summer to talk about The Grateful Dead, My Morning Jacket, and U2. Andy and his friend Rick Quinn 
put together the Music Nerds Collaborative, and each year a ragtag group of us fools get together on a live stream to talk about our year-end top 10 lists. Andy and I have known each other since our days at Southfield High working on the high school newspaper. Andy got involved at WSHJ the year after I graduated. I introduced Joe to Andy and they became fast friends. Andy chronicling the exploits of underwater rain. In his late 80s zine, Babyfish Lost Its Mama. After several years of radio silence, I am thrilled to tell you that Joe has popped back into our lives again. He lives in New York with his wife and two sons, and he is now part of the Music Nerds Collaborative. Shameless plug, our ragtag little group of musical nerds will be doing a live stream once again this year to talk about our year-end top tens on December 2nd. Joe will be part of that. So with that in mind, Andy was inspired to dig through his archives and he digitized Underwater Rain's Temper Mill Sessions and posted it on the SoundCloud page for his long-running Teacher on the Radio program. Heard on WTTU from the campus of Tennessee Tech University. So a couple days ago, I hit play and listened for the first time in over 35 years to the music of Underwater Rain. And let me tell you, the music has not aged a day. I also said the same thing about Jonathan Demme's Talking Heads concert movie, Stop Making Sense. There's always this irrational fear when you listen to music you loved that you haven't listened to in a minute. That irrational fear that it's not going to be anywhere as good as you remembered it to be. This is not the case with Underwater Rain. It remains jangly, psychedelic rock at its best. Back in the day, R.E.M. was Joe's musical touchstone, and the influence is palpable. But Joe brings something wholly his own. And given that Joe was such a huge R.E.M. fan, it's even more impressive that this music didn't sound like an R.E.M. clone and leaned more into the psychedelia. Dare I say it? Underwater Rain was the great lost band of the Paisley Underground. Thousands of miles away geographically, but comfortably living in the same sonic neighborhood.
fistful of tracks in that last set from Underwater Rain's 1988 recordings, never officially released, but you can stream all 11 tracks right now at soundcloud.com slash teacher on the radio slash sets slash under dash water dash rain, or you could just Google teacher on the radio soundcloud it's the second post from the top of the page hey everybody it's debts no honest man can pay my name is greenberg thank you so much for joining us we're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on nrm streamcast right about now we are going to wrap things up much in the same way that we kicked things off with a song that puts me in that thanksgiving frame of mind we kicked things off with corner shops It's Good to Be on the Road Back Home, featuring Paula Fraser. We wrap things up with William Devon's original version of Be Thankful for What You Got. William Devon was born on November 28th, 1947 in Washington, D.C., so that means next week, get ready to wish William Devon a very happy 76th birthday. Back in the day, he wrote a song called A Cadillac Don't Come Easy, which eventually became... Be thankful for what you got. He spent $900 to get it recorded at Sigma Sound in Philadelphia, a studio used frequently by Gamble & Huff's legendary Philadelphia International Records. The record sold nearly 2 million copies in the spring of 1974. It hit number one on the Billboard R&B charts and went to number four on the Hot 100. He's released only three albums, one in 1974, one in 1980, and one in 2008, as well as a few singles. But the legacy of Be Thankful for What You Got endures as it's been covered by the likes of Yola Tango and Massive Attack. With that, we leave you with William Devon's original version of Be Thankful for What You Got. And with that, everybody have a great week. Take care. Be safe. Have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And remember, the dogs on Main Street howl because they understand. Oh, oh, oh.
Sing with a gangster. 